Amen. Amen. Here we are again, saints, gathered together on one accord, worshiping my Lord and Savior, who is worthy of all praise. Summer is gone. Fall is here. And our soon coming king is on his way. And he has left his breath in us and resides in us that we can continue to praise him until he comes. Mm-hmm. Let us continue with uh, our study. We were in Matthew chapter 24. This will be part two. And we'll be starting around verse 31. But first, let's review just a few things. The disciples brought to Jesus' attention about the buildings And Jesus made it clear there was no value or importance about these buildings. God warned Jerusalem about destruction because of sin. And Christ was beginning to refer to his coming death. Just like they wanted to know the signs of his return, we want to know the signs today. Jesus warned them then and he warns us now. He told them many will come to deceive them, saying they are the Christ. That has not changed. Even today, there are still wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes, floods, and fires. If you haven't been, you should really begin to look at the news. Jesus told us all these are the beginning of sorrows. We have been told we will be delivered up to be afflicted. We will be killed. Many will be offended. False prophets shall arise to deceive. And many shall wax cold. This is true and is happening. But we are encouraged. If we endure until the end, we shall be saved. This gospel, this gospel shall be preached in all nations for a witness. Great tribulation shall arise like never seen before. And that has not happened yet, even though it seems like it has. And except those days be shortened, there shall be no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. If any man tries to make you believe Christ is anywhere, don't move or believe them. When Christ comes back, you won't have to look for him. He knows just where you are and will find you. Now, let's look at verse 31 again. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect. From the four winds, from the one end of heaven to the other. When all of this goes down, no one has any control over it and does not know when it will happen. The angel shall be sent to gather his elect, but don't know when. If it says a sound, there's always something that proceeds a sound. In this case, it was... It is his coming. This will be a joyful sound to the friends of Christ and a grief, mournful and dreadful sound to the ears of his enemies. 
Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put it forth leaves, you know that summer is nigh. So likewise, you when you shall see all these things, know that it is near even at the door. The return of Christ is knocking at our door right now. Two things are said here. The certainty of the thing itself and the uncertainty of the time. The certainty of his coming is said by the resemblance of the fig tree. The uncertainty is as to the price to the precise time. No angel in heaven or creature on earth can determine the time. If you notice, all the animals today know and sense when there is a storm coming. But even the animals don't know the sign or time that Jesus will return. Only the Father, and it has not even been revealed to Jesus. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. This generation, meaning the men of that age, would not pass away until all had been fulfilled or the destruction of Jerusalem was complete that was foretold. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. This heaven and this earth that we know will pass, but the words he speaks are spoken will not. The visible sky above shall be reformed. For Father is preparing a new heaven and a new earth, but his word will not change. But of that day and hour, know of no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were so, shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that we that were before the flood, They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark. The destruction of Jerusalem and our final days are like the day of Noah in two regards. Unexpectedness and security. Before the flood came, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. What do you see today? The world having a serious party and God's children are partying with them. And then it says, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. They did not know the flood was coming until the flood swept them away. And in the second coming of Christ, the world will not know what hit them until it is too late. Just as Noah, his wife, and children were safe in the ark, we will be safe in the arms of Christ. Then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the meal. The one shall be taken, and the other left. This could possibly mean, whether working or doing a task, The one watching and doing the will of the Lord, even though they could be next to each other, the one that is saved will be the one taken. The one that has rejected him shall be left. 
Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. That holds true for us today. It doesn't matter what you are doing or where you are. Watch and be ready. It doesn't mean look out your window to see when. But watch how you live. Humble yourself. Pray. Seek his face. Turn from the things that are not right. But know this, that if the good men of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Therefore, be also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the son of man cometh. This is a metaphor. If you knew when someone was going to break in, you would be right there to catch them. But the point is, you don't know. So you must always be ready and waiting for their arrival. We must be just as ready for the arrival of Jesus return. Who then is faithful and wise servant whom his Lord had made rule ruler over his household to give them meat in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. Again, we should act as if he could return in any moment. As ministers, we should teach it as well as live it daily. Daniel said, they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. God will reward those that continue on the battlefield until the end and preach the coming of Christ. And the next verse says, Verily I say unto you, that he shall make him ruler over all his goods. But if that evil servant shall say in his heart, My Lord delayeth his coming, it is one thing to be surprised when you are doing something good. But just think, getting surprised, or a better word for it, getting caught doing something wrong. God is rewarded with good. Good is rewarded with good is rewarded with good, excuse me. But evil, God will execute judgment that fitteth for the crime. Look at verse 49. And shall begin to smite his fellow servant and to eat and drink with the drunken. This is what Many are doing today. They are saying, my Lord delays his coming. By the very actions and things you see them do. They are taking the people's money, putting them in harm's way, building empires for themselves, not giving back or giving the truth of the gospel. It is no longer about what you can do for Jesus, but for them. That is how they look at it. The Lord of that servant shall come in a day when he looketh not for him and an hour that he is not aware of and shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. There shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. It is so important that we be ready, that we stay ready, that we watch by the life that we live before our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. With that, my time is up. And I thank you for yours.